All right, welcome everyone to another episode of maybe next year a blustery, cold, and rainy edition, uh, but a happy edition for we are talking about just like we drew it up the AFC East Championship Buffalo Bills. <laughs> uh, they, they come off a twenty-one. Uh, 14 uh, game work that they had the whole way against the uh, the Miami Dolphins. Um, could is there something? Mo- I mean, death taxes and the Dolphins shit in the bed in December. It's just kind of, it's kind of wonderful and reliable in a way that so few things are in this world these days. My name is Frank. I'm Scott. Uh, I'm Paul. I was early. Oh. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> You're the uh, you're the Dolphins championships. You you're celebrating yep. a little too a, early. Already celebrating. Yep. Right. Uh, I am a bit stuck because I am without internet at my home. So pulling up things like the game stats from from this week, I, I'll leave to Scott and Paul. Um, I will say that um, I, I want to talk about the Miami game because, I, and maybe you maybe I don't sound as excited as I am. I was very excited that they won the AFC East. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was very hard to do given where they had put themselves and to kind of come storming back yet again. Really, this is not the, this is not the first rodeo that we've done this, Um, you know, and, and to take it on the road against the dolphins is very good. I think that it really solidified a handful of things to me, including that the dolphins are kind of, they're kind of trash. Um, You know, they're, they're a trash team that is trash. No, they're, I think they're a good, I think they're the gateway team between good and great teams i think that that's who they are they are if this is a five level video game they are the boss on level three right and and the bills might be perennial five or six seed in the nfl version of things right 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 on the cusp and 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 to be fair the bills might only be the force the fourth level boss right they're not the, the the final form Super Scion, other than Josh Allen, who, um, I, I mean, for a guy that could go, I'll put it this way, throughout the whole first half of the game, and we were texting, as they were losing, and they're down seven, and then even with the Christian Wilkinson fumble in the, in the, um, in the third they're quarter, cool. right, my brain is saying, the Bills are – it's just evident they're the better team and they can't get out of their own way. This is going to be – this is going to be – like you know, I'm, I, I'm very angry with this, but I also would very much take my chances against the Dolphins again next week if need be because the Bills were just like shooting themselves in the foot, which is, of course, part and parcel of, of their problem. But I just was like the, the Dolphins can't do anything. Everything that they, they seem to be able to do is – at the behest of the Bills not doing something. And um, that's just kind of how I size up the, the Bills and the Dolphins. And not to get too far ahead of ourselves, if the Dolphins are going to sign Tua Tagovailoa to a long-term deal, which I think they're probably stuck doing, um, I am comfortable in the grand scheme of things with the Dolphins in in the division. I feel like I'm I'm largely not worried about that. I grambled on enough about the big picture kind of stuff too long. I am swimming with no, uh, I have no compass here in these woods because I, I cannot be looking up the stats on the phone while I'm doing this. I can do the stats. I, I'm going to turn it over to Scott. I was going to turn it over to Scott. That's what, that's my, that's my move now. So yeah, to speaking to, to, to Frank's point about the dominance of how much, how frustrating it was watching the game, because if you look at the final totals, the bills, 473 total yards, Miami, 275, like, you hold somebody in the NFL to less than 300 yards of offense and you don't win the game, you must have had like a crap ton of turnovers. And we that's that's how we would have lost the game had the game ended basically in the third quarter. Um, uh, the Bills also had 345 passing yards. Miami 167, just a complete, um, just Tua literally just vanished. It's like he wasn't there in the second half. It was just remarkable how fast that team went. And some of it is a little bit. It was game script. You know, they got a penalty and went behind nine. the complete abandonment of the run game, which a chain, Achane, whatever his name is, was kind of tearing us a new one in the first half that the, the, we had the sweeps a little bit under control. And then we seemed to s- sort of lose the plot on the sweeps by the end of the first half. And it's like, boy, 
they got a lead and they can run the ball. That's not a good combination. And then they literally, like, I think they ran the ball one more time the rest of the game and held the ball for, like, all of four minutes in the second half or something like that, some stupid number. The time of possession overall was 38 minutes from Buffalo. That's like an old-school, like, Wisconsin versus Northern Illinois game where we just run the ball 400 times and they don't, they can't even, they can't even stay on the field. Um, so just, yeah, it was the, the stats just so one-sided because Miami, while they were able to make two or three possessions, you know, worth it um, again, like Frank and I had been talking about a ring article that we were, saw last week about how um, Tua is, is functionally a guy who's like a two read quarterback. And that's really all it is. And then after that, he can't go through the progressions anymore. And he's honestly, he can't even really, he doesn't even choose to run, which he is a fairly decent athlete. He's not like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, but he's not, he's, he's like, I mean, Justin Herbert and Tom Brady could pick you up a third down if it was like third and four and you let him get, you know, outside the pocket. But Tua doesn't even seem like willing or interested in doing those kind of things. So yeah, I'm 100% on board with Frank's points that, that, that Tua can, I'd be happy for the Dolphins to sign Tua to a very long-term deal and have it be Josh versus Tua for the foreseeable future. Because yeah, nothing there's it never gets old watching Miami collapse in December. So before we bring up a good point, and I'll and then I'll kick it over to to, to you, Paul. But I had thought about that the, how they got away from the run of the second half. I think it's in large part because. You know, mm-hmm. the Bills in that third quarter, even though they don't score, they have the ball for like 12 of the 13. They got one good third and out where they kind of closed out the um, the Dolphins, you know. So that's just one drive in the third quarter. All of a sudden, it's the fourth quarter, and you've got a punt return, and you're tied. And, you know, I so I think that, yeah, they got, they got away from the run stupidly. But I think also that's a little bit to do with Buffalo kind of – you know, making some key stops early against them in in the in the third quarter and really limiting their possessions to like, I think they had 17 total plays, five or so of which are the very five or six of which are the last drive overall. Where it's there, you know, I mean, by the time the Bills are up 21 and it's this last drive, I'm I mean, I think the only thing that was scary was when Tariq had his balls on the hands and and Rap makes the first thing. But other than that, I had his no balls confidence. on the hands. Yeah, that's right. Balls balls on the hands. Hands. That's yeah. that's that's usually well, a dangerous position for everyone. Well, he also left. He also left as soon as the um was it what was it the interception was thrown or something for some reason he was on, he was on the sideline for that play and they they threw the interception. He, he didn't he, even he wait for injured. the end of the game. I mean, that's the other thing. Like he is. And, and like, I got it. Like, they're injured. We're all injured, too. So I, I don't care. But, yeah, he was definitely, like, really, like, hobbling and injured. And, yes, in the third quarter, uh, Bills, 10-play um, drive, 504. Miami, 4-play drive, uh, 214 in time possession. And then Bills, 14-play drive that ended in the fumble. But it was seven and a half minutes. So, yeah, not a lot of options for Miami there. Right. Okay. So, Paul, I've, we've delayed you long enough. Yeah, this was, I was excited as well. I think it's difficult to us. I hate to say we're already at the point where we're jaded because it's only been four years of the AFC East domination. But let's be real. We're all kind of at the point where we, we've had bigger goals now since at least 2020 as far as what we expect this team to accomplish. So I was very much trying during the game, and I think I accomplished this because Scott had even known how salty I was, it was just to be into the game, to be into the moment, uh, to just enjoy what was happening. And to and I, I joked with the guys this week, it's funny to me that the least memorable touchdown of that game for the Bills was the Bills touchdown. It was the game-winning touchdown. You know, it was, you have an insane catch by Sherfield on that, that, that first one. And then obviously the hardy punt return, very much like, what we hope the Naheem Hines punt return, right return or the kickoff return TDs would be last year for the team. They ended up not being that way. They only ended up making it to round two of the playoffs. Uh, so that was not a sign of things to come. But to see a, a role player come up big when the team is, is you guys know, just could not get out of their own way. They, it was just one self-inflicted mistake after the other that kept Miami in that game. And then after that, I think that I would say they played nearly perfectly in all three aspects, offense, defense, and special teams. They missed one fourth and short conversion, but that, that was really ended the, the game. Yeah. It would end the game after making another one earlier that drive. But they went for it, <laughs> but they went for it. They went for it. They're on 35 yard line with four minutes. Yeah. left. Being like, okay, we're going to give it here and they're going to score fast and we'll get it back or we'll stop them and we'll get it back anyway. So 
Um, well coached game by McDermott as well. I think we've gotten on his case a lot as a lot of people have yep. this yep. season and, and deservedly, yep. but uh, I think he, I, I liked the way he called the game. I thought the defense was standout as all Louis, the aggressiveness in the, and just going for things. The fact that he didn't have Joe Bray and good job for Joe Bray too. Doesn't put the reins on Josh after three turnovers in the first, you know, yes. two and a half quarters of plays. Like, no, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Eventually Josh will stop fucking this up. And we're going to score points. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So, and honestly, you guys were getting on him a bit. And everyone else was getting on him. Oh, here comes Josh and the, and the interceptions again. But the first one was for the eight millionth time, the Gabe Davis option route where no, we don't know. <laughs> we don't actually know who's really at fault. And they're just not on the same page. And let's just not do that again. We have buried the James Cook delay shovel, <laughs> delay shotgun draw in, yep. with Ken Dorsey. We can we can put the Gabe Davis option route. Let's just put that right next to James, six feet under the ground, and we don't have to talk about it again. Let's just make sure that Gabe and Josh know exactly what they're supposed to do. If they cover it, we'll just move to the next progression. Not the end of the world. Yep. If, I mean, if and when Davis comes back. And then the second one was an arm punt. Like, I don't care. It was fourth and two. We went for it. It was a, it was a decent decision to go for it. And, yeah, yes. I mean, like, would it have been nice if he picked it up? But, no, he didn't at that point. I couldn't see anyone else open. He threw it in the end zone. It didn't work out. It is not those those were not two killer ones. The end of the half one, Paul <laughs> someone said they threw their headset in the group chat. I forget. I did. That was, was me. But... Yeah. Normally normally very mild mannered. I'm wearing That's my headset. Yeah. The game. I'm like, yeah. Mistake, Josh, mistake but not turnover, right? Like mistake but not yeah. turnover. That was now. actually yeah. arguably his biggest mistake was the one where he doesn't turn it over, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's 100% true. Yeah. yeah. You know, someone was saying I think um in the game afterwards that he is he the 15 plays that were the most expected points added or the most expected points added like negative were all mm -hmm. Josh Allen plays. Like they were all plays where he either did something stupid and incredible or did something terrifyingly silly like that one, or that ended poorly like the Davis interception or the other one um, in the end zone. So it was just a, like, honestly, that was not his, his worst game. Like we've definitely seen worse games out of Josh Allen and he was still able to go in and, and beat, beat Miami in Miami to win the division, which is just freaking awesome. So. Yep. It was, uh, yeah. And that's, that's what the point I was driving at. Like it's still, uh, they had the Marino Kelly videos before the game. It's still so satisfying to be able to beat a Dolphins team that thinks they're as good as the bills, but we all know they're not really, and we're going to show them on a national stage. And that's exactly what, uh, the bills did. So I basked fully in the glory that evening of the AFC East title and, in what it meant and it does make me very pleased even though we expected it to happen and we have bigger goals it's still you should you should enjoy something even if you're expecting it to happen if it's something that you know is is a big accomplishment is that i have to say um sean mcdermott at six and six there's no doubt in my mind he doesn't go for it on those fourth downs like he does in this game no doubt because his defense had held the Dolphins to 14 points all game. And the only mistakes that were really being made were on the offense. And I fully believe that, you know, some people will call it the pre-Ken Dorsey era. I like to call it the pre-Tyler Dunn era where, <laughs> yes. you know, he got called to the fucking mat. And, you know, I, I have no clue about how much he internalized or not. But I will say that I, I don't doubt for a minute that he would have put the ball, he would have punted that away and tried to get the ball back from the 35. And then again, and then again, I think that was the third, fourth down on the drive or something. It was very, or, or maybe I'm getting confused because it was that fourth down timeout baloney followed by the, then actually going for the fourth down, um, you know, so to, 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 uh, yeah, we did have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I have to give him credit for that. Cause he didn't, he didn't, um, he didn't quit on that. He didn't, he didn't run away from trying to win the football game, um, which was impressive. And they took a lot of time off the clock and they made the dolphins use their timeouts. And, um, you know, it was very good. I like, I think the timeout, you know, I think, I think Allen, hopefully he learns he, from this too. Right. Like he went right. for it on fourth down. It didn't work out the second time. 
and the defense still did their job. Yeah, yeah. he made the defense's job easier by the first going for it the first time because now the defense is instead of being asked like, all right, see if you can keep them from getting 35 yards in four and a half minutes. It's, hey, keep them from scoring, uh, you know, 60 plus yard touchdown um, yeah. in the next minute 50 with no timeouts. Right. And if, if, if your defense is playing that well and the Dolphins are that poorly at the moment on offense, um all the more reason in a lot of ways to go for it at the 30 because your defense is playing well. Like you're giving them the opportunity to, to limit to, because if, if you miss it, you know, on the 30, whatever, um, and your defense holds, well, you know, the Dolphins are going to be honor bound to kick a field goal there probably, you know, depending yeah. on the down and distance. And then you set up the, the, the thing again. And if, and if you, if they do score a touchdown, it's going to happen pretty quickly and Josh Allen and company are going to get the ball back with the time to finish the game. So, you know, I, I got to say, Hooker Crook, that was a, that was good coaching. That's what I wanted. I've been wanting to see out of him for a long time. I'm not going to hold my breath and think that, like, everything's all better now. But, you know, I, uh, I'm i sorry, Reddit Redditors, who, who uh, uh, you know, believe in the, the Holy Ghost of Sean McDermott. Like, I... I I think he got called to the mat and I think a little something changed because of it. So, and you know, change or die, my friends. And maybe, maybe we're lucky and he changed. Okay. Uh, final thoughts on this game from Scott or Paul. Cause I, I feel like I've capitalized a lot and then we should uh, move on to. Yeah. We can talk about the, the last, the games before that, or we can move on to the Josh Allen discussion. But yeah. the, uh, the last thing I will say is as always, the bills closed out another co- close game. As we've said so many times this year, the Bills consistently able to close in a dark in a in a in a game where they needed it and it came down to the final position. They've been able to get a win. As we've said so many times this year, they were able to do yeah, that. Yeah, like right? when they that's, played that's Denver. And, yeah, Denver and the first time they played and New, England, New England and, and the Jets the game. First Jets game. Yep. 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 So and, many. Uh, well, they only lost close games this year. Like they don't they, they <laughs> that's that's part and parcel of being that kind of team is like they they win close and they win big or they lose close. They they didn't get their ass beat this year, you know, which is good. <laughs> Don't I, take your ass beat one hundred and one, basically. Rem, remind me Not when we talk about Let's see what happens in twenty twenty four. Right, remind <laughs> me when we talk about the Steelers that I said that because I I have had a thought that I I, I want to float them. Um, yeah, well, the last three games were all well, the Dallas game was i mean I, I we almost should have podcast after that because that was that was choice that was excellent um they they destroyed them um and uh you know but they also had the the chargers and new england and kansas city all close games so yeah paul yeah Any, anything? Um, yeah yeah they were uh it, i was just really pleased with again they they pulled it together yeah no i'm not going to say anything we are, I, I've got a whole segment coming up later on with this Dame Bills headline, so all right, I have well, no substantive thoughts. We'll just move on. All right, so cool. The Bills are the two seed, which is – which is. Um, I think if you – at the beginning of the year, everybody would have wanted the one seed, but if you told us we were the two seed, we'd be like, yeah, all right. That's about where you need to be, right? Yeah. Okay. I think we would all have been surprised at exactly what's happened in the NFL since then. Uh, I think if you asked us who the number one seed in that scenario is, I don't think any of us would have necessarily picked the Ravens, but all right, we're here. That's the world we live in. Yeah, it is. It is a world. Um, this is certainly one of the possible simulations that the uh, the Bills live <laughs> in. Um, okay. Frank, so do you want look, me to do we, Josh we, Allen now? Yeah. Let me set you up because I was going to say we're not going to do three stars. Um, and yes. Josh Allen is not going to be the MVP of the league. Okay, so but Scott has something for us to, to kind of make up for that, I think. Yes, it is. It is, of course, a travesty that he was not um, voted into the Pro Bowl. Even um, again, that's the Pro Bowl just proves itself yet, yet again that it's a sham. Um, but uh, I will say this: we were discussing um, as I was thinking through the other day. Um, you know, they they everyone keeps calling it the Josh Allen experience, um, and I don't know if we need to. Maybe that's what we're defining is the Josh Allen experience, but it occurred to me that we could probably try and define what that is. What is the Josh Allen experience in terms of actual 
flag football plays. People often say that the Gordie Howe hat trick um, was a fight, an assist, and a goal scored uh, in hockey. And so I think we kind of need to come up with that for Josh Allen because he's had a variety of different games. And maybe in the offseason, we can talk about what the um, what like the different levels of Josh Allen are. But I feel like if we were going to go back and call something, well, you know, Josh Allen put out there a Josh Allen or someone else, you know, Lamar or Patrick Holmes or whatever, they throw mm-hmm. one of those games out there. Then we need to call that a Josh Allen game. Um, so I'd be interested in the fellow's perspectives as to what exactly that is. And we can start with Frank. Yeah, I think um, so. Right. A, a Josh Allen game in my mind, because I, I thought about this, my, my initial thought was passing touchdown, rushing touchdown, turnover. Like that's that's the three. But I think that that's easy, simple, gr- makes sense. Right. But I think I want to refine it a little and maybe Paul can help me on this. I think it needs to be the Josh Allen trifecta. It's definitely a turnover. Like that is part of it. I'm sorry. A Josh Allen game includes a turnover. And then it's not necessarily a rushing touchdown. It has to be what I think is best described as an angry run, right? It has to be like the third and 13 to me where he makes the first down is more impressive than the rushing touchdown in that moment, right? That's more the Josh Allen kind of like, here's this stupid first down or whatever I picked up with my legs, um, or I jumped a guy, or I rushed and six guys got carried with me. So some sort of like rush like that. And then I think it, instead of like a passing touchdown, I think a touchdown needs to be in there, but to keep it in a hat trick, I I would want to move it to ridiculous pass like a right like the ridiculous like the the standing falling into the sideline pass that to me seems like you need one of each of those for it to be a real true josh allen game but maybe i'm being too particular paul yeah i am you know i i'm going to go with the power of threes here because as we know the gordy howe hat trick is a touch, a touchdown. Dear Lord, this is what happens when we mix sports. Yeah, goal and assist in a fight. So I'm going to go with with threes here. I'm going to say it's 330 yards, 333 yards passing because it's always more than 300. He's got to have a big game. So 333 yards passing. Okay. Three three touchdowns created, and uh, three. We won't call them turnovers. They have to be combination of turnovers slash dumb shit plays. So by that definition, Josh had four of those last game, the one fumble, the two interceptions and the one, um, the, the play at the goal line, the one interception was, yeah, an arm punt. So really three. So I think he qualified because he had 350 yards pass. Oh no, he only created two touchdowns, but you can argue that he created Deontay Hardy. He's made Deontay Hardy into the man. He I, I will say so he helped see- create that. <laughs> he seemed to be the first person. There's a photo of him with his arms already up for touchdown. And he's the only guy with his arms up. So maybe because he knew it was coming, we could we could gr- grandfather him in there. Yep. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the right the right approach here. So he is okay. in fact grandfathered. Also, and speaking of celebrations on that, you notice who raised his hand in celebration when he realized he was going to score immediately was Puna Ford, who is like a veteran who somehow now <laughs> on the punt return team, and all of a sudden he sees a punt return right away. He's like, oh shit, this has to be a good sign. There's no way I Puna Ford retreated <laughs> 50 yards downfield. So this return has got to come pretty far to be up by me right now. Um, that was one of my favorite moments of the game is Puna Ford. Like, like Puna Ford blocking a kicker or a punter being like, oh, shit, look at what's happening here. Right. Uh, that was that was wonderful. So, yeah, 333, uh, 333 passing, three TDs, three boneheads. That, that'll that be my shorthand for the Josh Allen. Okay. So uh, I, like I am... I, so mine was a little different, and I didn't stick to the to the limitations of a hat trick because it's not it's not hockey. So I'm gonna say it was um, it was two turnovers, but only one of them is his fault. There's always or or is not a terrible turnover. It's an arm punt or you know uh, a uh, um, you know a, a, a you know a run where he was just about to go down and, and, you know, and the, the ball got punched out at the very last minute or he never saw the guy coming. Um, or I Gabe mean, Davis turned the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe Davis the other the ball way. up into the air. 
Um, and, and it got caught. Like he's had like three or four of those this year where it's like, well, that's not really his fault. Like a receiver should have caught it. So two turnovers, one of them has to be, one of them can't be his fault. Um, but one of them definitely, <laughs> definitely is his fault. Um, I had 300 yards passing and I had two touchdowns, one rushing, one, one passing. I do like Frank's kind of plays, but I guess that's harder for me to like translate to other people. Because it's like, I don't like, like it, it, it hits different when Josh Allen like runs, like runs for a first down and he carries the guys like Lamar can't do that. But maybe that's the point, right? Is that, is that, that kind of what we're saying? I think it is right. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not that Mahomes can't pick up a first down with his legs. It's that he's not going to carry like a linebacker while he's doing it. Right. It's different. This is fair. Yes. Okay. Lamar so Lamar like could that. probably do that, but like Mahomes is like, ooh, and then he slides, right? It's you know. <laughs> yeah, he makes that noise and then he slides. That's that's <laughs> every other that you could <laughs> The Mahomes. Yeah, he's he's like Michael Jackson Mahomes, basically. Precisely. Yeah, we need to come up with all of them. That's the pa- so the Patrick Mahomes is is four hundred yards passing, three touchdowns, no turnovers, and a ooh as he shoots <laughs> out of bounds. As he scoots out of bounds to get the first down at some point. You got to be faster than that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I like, um, I'm going to, if if it was me based on the discussion, I'm going to keep it as two, two turnovers. One of his fault, one of it isn't. I like Frank's uh, and I like Frank's uh, crazy, stupid pass that works and uh, angry run that, that works. I like that. I think that's a good, that works it for me. Any other final thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I'll see that. You guys thought that through better than I did. <laughs> All, right. All right. Cool. Good so for moved. us. We're the best. So yes. moved. Right. Uh, I think we were going to go to areas to improve for the playoffs, or we can yeah. go around the league. Um, I'm more interested in the Bills still. All right. Yeah. All right. With the Bills, yeah. Well, um, the Bills should stop. Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen should stop, you know, having so many turnovers. Maybe we can get one of these coaches to rein him in a little, you know, not take so many chances. <laughs> bold, yeah, bold, bold analysis there. That's just a typical Frank that. assessment, right there. That's me, right? Now just it's being different from the the normal. <laughs> it's a broken record with Frank already. You know, you, you uh, know me, guys. <laughs> um, um, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, we need to go. get healthy. That would be good. We could get healthy. Yep. I think. Um, I think Douglas is pretty key. I mean, Jackson came in and played well, and I was pleased with that. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, Dane Jackson. Like, he's not terrible. But at the same time, right. like, now we're – now, like, Dane being the backup is one thing, but Dane being the starter and then Cam Lewis coming in, that gives me a little more pause in terms of, like, what the – you know, if, if if Dane gets nicked or whatever. Um, that's, right. that's a little more concerning. Um, and then I think – you know, if we get Jones, um, Jones back, you know, Jones is back, so that's good. He is, yeah. Um, he but, played. I thought he he played very well against. The, he played okay against the Patriots too. It seemed like a warm up game. I thought he played really well against the Dolphins. But it is a little concerning that um, that that Phillips is still out, um, and I guess maybe we'll get him back for the division round. But that's uh, I'm obviously just worried about this Pittsburgh game coming up, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But that would be yeah. concerned about. I, I think yeah, health is. Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, just when you thinking about the last three games, it's, you can look at it two ways. It's like, oh, they've cooled off again and gotten kind of uh, lucky that opponents haven't taken advantage of that. Or you can say, all right, they're they're getting to work through some struggles now before these games uh, are winning, you're in, losing, you're done. Uh, winning, you're going forward, losing, you're done sort of games. I, I've been – their pass rush – it's cooled off just a little bit. It's been mainly Ed Oliver. Uh, there's definitely a need for Epinesa, who's, I know, coming back from injury, yeah. to try and step up more in that regard. That's going to be a huge thing in the playoffs. We see how you can make Patrick Mahomes look like just a, a still a good quarterback, but not look like Patrick Mahomes when you're able to get pressure on him. Obviously, if you can do that to a guy like Mason Rudolph, all the better. You should be able to force a bunch of turnovers uh, in that situation. So I really, I do want to see the pass rush get to where it was 
really early in the season toward, and then again, a bit toward uh, mid season, like Leonard Floyd's kind of dropped off a bit after he got off to his really hot start. So you want to start to see those pressures and those sacks coming a little bit more in bunches as the play goes on offense. Nothing surprising. It's just what you get, what we've been talking. It's consistency on offense. Like we've seen, you know, whether it's up, oh, we're turning over the ball now or oh, we, you know, all of a sudden we had a couple sequences of three and outs that were sandwiched by an opponent's long drive, you know, making sure that they are taking advantage of the opportunities they have. They were fortunate to turn over the ball three times and then not score a goal line, leaving Lord knows how many points on the board to be able to beat Miami. I think once you start getting into the, maybe they could get away with it with Pittsburgh. Please don't test that theory. I don't want to see them test that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you're going to get away with that against Kansas city. I don't think you're going to go with that against a uh, Baltimore or certainly San Francisco or any of those types of teams. So, you know, stay consistent on offense, get that pass rush revved up on defense. Otherwise, and okay, I should bring up one under the radar thing. Tyler Bass, not really given the, the thumbs up in votes of confidence to try long field goals lately. Like it could have even done on the last one from 56, not unheard of for him. They're like, now we'll try it on fourth down again. So little sneaky yeah. thing there. I'd like to see Tyler Bass get into a bit of a groove. So those are my three things, Bass, the pass rush and the offensive consistency. Yeah, you had um there was this other guy that I guess we picked up a little while ago. His name is uh Von Millet, and apparently he's a very uh supposed to be a very good sacker of quarterbacks. Um I don't really know but he I guess he um has, has he been some playing? trouble. I don't know. I mean you know, Vince Levin, it seems like he should be playing, right? Yeah, I well I heard him in the game on Sunday at all. Do you guys remember him in the game on Sunday? <laughs> I, I seem to remember that he um uh, he was available at some point, but I think that there was some confusion. And anyway, uh, if he would like to show the fuck up and and hit somebody, other, well, I want to be careful there. Uh, if he would like to show up and sack the quarterback, that would be that would be just the the tits. It's, as we, <laughs> if he was waiting, if he was waiting for the playoffs, technically you could argue the Bills have been in the playoffs for about five or six weeks. But now we're yeah. in the legit playoffs, the official playoffs, and. Again, now would be a good time to to find good old Von Millet. I mean, he's certainly been well rested uh, this year. He's you know healthy yeah. scratches and then recovering, so he is. Um, yeah, I, he, I'm yeah. good with him. I I do think with him that you know he's coming back from whatever. I'm going to leave it there. Um, I'm I'm curious. The, the, how they get better for the playoffs. Like, I think you guys have nailed it. I think that you're just sort of in this position now where like tough shit guys, you just, you're, you're who are, you are who you are now. Right. And you're going to have to make this work. So, you know, no Gabe Davis, which I think some people sort of are okay with, and I'm not as okay with, I think that there is some, I don't know. And he gets eighty percent of the snaps, eighty plus percent of the snaps, more than Diggs usually for a reason. He does a lot of different things well. Yeah, um, he's just not as prolific. A, a I'm annoyed. There was receiver pass catchers. He is. It's absolutely. But there, I was annoyed that some guy was like, "We're just going to draft a receiver, and he's going to instantly be better than Gabe Davis." And I was reading this, and I'm like, "You don't know that. That's insane. That's like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's insane to say that." Uh, yeah. James Cook and Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. And I think honestly, for me, Dalton Kincaid, right? I think you just, you gotta, you gotta hopefully take that Dolphins. The thing I loved about Josh Allen's post-game comments was he just sort of with the sideline reporter even was going, yeah, uh, we were beating ourselves in the first half and he corrected himself. He goes, I was beating us in the first half. <laughs> and, you know, nobody had to yell at him really to like get through that. Like he knows what's going on. So I think if he's locked in, I'm not worried about it. That's what I want most out of everything is locked in Josh Allen, who um, had the big vote of confidence, as Scott pointed out this week. He had the big vote. We kept throwing the ball and kept calling his number. So keep doing that. Even if it gets a little weird at the beginning of the game against Pittsburgh, Josh Allen's your – you know, you're going to live and die with him. Every that, that, Everybody on that team yeah, knows no, that. Yeah, no Bills fan at any point in the game is going to be like, you know, I really think we should just see Kyle Allen just to see what he can do in this situation. That, no, that I, statement I, will not be uttered. I bet you could Sunday. find someone. I, there's some motherfucker in Tonawanda <laughs> that wants to say that. But, yes, uh, you know, no sane person. 
All right, what's next? All right, so I do think we probably should just talk about the rest of the NFL season, postseason. I'm not talking about let's recap it team by team, but, you know, it was an interesting regular season for sure. And you look at some of the – and now it's relevant to the Bills because suddenly the Baltimore Ravens, who we haven't had to think about all year because they're not on the Bills' schedule, they're now a big obstacle potentially for the – let's put it this way. If the Bills are going to go all the way, probably going to have to go through Baltimore. So, you know – I will see, say – I will say an ahead. AFC – I will say an AFC name, and you right. each will give me one – the first word that comes to your mind for each of that – each of the teams I read. All right. Okay. Bengals. Boo. That was a bad word, but sorry. Injured. Injured. I'm going to say dodged a bullet. We don't have to, That's three don't words. Have to see them. Okay. You, get, you can have a phrase. Um, oh, phrase. Start, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, that I'll, changes I'll, the whole dynamic oh, here. Just making yeah, yeah. this whole thing up. <laughs> what is this? What kind of, what kind of amateur hour podcast is this? Chargers. What do you do about the sponsors, Frank? Okay. Chargers. Chargers. Uh, go ahead, yep. Scott. Uh, no, I don't have anything. Um, uh, injured. <laughs> um, I will say uh, unbalanced. Broncos. Waste. Russ. Yeah. Uh, Raiders. Outperform. Yeah. Uh, yeah, outperformed. I'll stay with Scott's. Okay, so they, meaning they outkicked their... They, yeah, they, they did. did they, they're, they're a, we uh, saw them in since, Buffalo. They were a talentless, listless team, and they won, what, eight games? They since, did. Since they fired the coach and brought in Antonio Pierce, like, yeah, it's just it's been a remarkable kind of culture shift there, and they care, they they, they play like they're, they care about winning, which is like they weren't doing before, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, it's Jets. Like the, the... J-E-S-T, Jess, Jess, Jess. Uh, I've stolen that from Frank. Run it back. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. (laughs) Yeah, dumpster dumpster fire that's going to run it back. That's going to be great. He's a year older. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Um, Patriots. Wow. Yeah, I thought the good one. Yeah. End end of an era. Yeah. End end of an era. Finally, the end of an era. Okay. Browns. Worrisome. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous and worrisome are the words, Scott. That's our way of saying, like, let's hope the Bills. I would rather almost face the Chiefs in the second round if the Bills get there because oh, yeah. I feel like that's a. 100% I'll take yeah. the Chiefs. 100%. Like, that's a known, and we'd have them in Buffalo. So I would prefer yeah. that. And yeah, we'd still have the Browns in Buffalo. I'm debating, I whether, I take, I'm debating whether I take the Ravens or the Browns. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Houston. Quarter, dangerous quarterback, yeah. I'll young. say dangerous quarterback, yeah. I'll just say young because I don't think they've been there. And I think while he is dangerous, um, I, I don't know that I'd, I'd count on. Like, and he could do awesome stuff, but it just seems like a season too early for them. I'm, I'm worried about next year what happens with that team. We'll see. Okay. Jaguars. Collapse. Yeah. I don't know if I, I want to simplify them that much, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, we talk about Raiders overperforming, underperforming. That yeah. that is better than a nine yeah. and eight team. Yeah, I'm gonna say other dolphins. They're the other dolphins. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. you know something um, about being yeah. in Florida. They're shittier dolphins. Okay, uh, Colts injured. Did, yeah, did what they could. I think they they hit their ceiling this year. Okay, Titans. Thank you. Thank you. We love you, Mike Vrabel. We're sorry you had to go. Um, boy, uh, I will say a waste when you look at guys like Derrick Henry in his last, probably his last game as a Titan, and being a productive running back until he's 30 years old. Robert Woods, and then they brought in DeAndre Hopkins. It's just like you've got, you had some guys, you never got them a quarterback, and now you've got, uh, I think, probably a pretty decent head coach fired because they couldn't admit the GM's the one who probably fucked stuff up. But, but oh well. Okay. Scott? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of a word, but... Um, Good enough. Mediocre. Oh, mediocre. mediocre. <laughs> All right. Ravens. Needable. 
as good Un- as they've looked, I'm going to say beatable. Untested. Yeah. Untested. Okay. They're in a division with the Browns, Playoff. Steelers, and Bengals, but they're they're untested. And they beat the, and they, and <laughs> they, they have six the, games a year against they, top 500, 500 they beat, they, beat 500 the, they beat the hell out of the Niners and the Dolphins. Um, yep. But yes, I no the playoffs are different. That's okay. that's why they're that's the playoffs. Are the Un, all right, it's they, they were a one seed before and they didn't make it out of the divisional round. The year Lamar mm-hmm. was MVP, they got knocked off yep. by Tennessee. Okay, how about the Dolphins? Hilarious. Yeah, I can't do it without profanity, so I'm going to go with Schadenfreude. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Schadenfreude, yeah. okay. I um, rarely get that, but I, you know, I, I try and not revel on other people's misfortunes, but they're the Dolphins. You know, I feel like God makes an exception there. Chiefs. I feel like, uh, yeah, Chiefs. I'm, I'll say the man. They're still the man. Got to beat the man to be the man. Uh, I, will say a, a sh- I will say a shadow. Shadow, meaning they are not Shadow. what they were in prior years. Yeah, they, yes. they yeah. still can seem scary, but they yep. some of the substance is now gone. Yep, no, I'd agree. Same thing. I still think you got to be them though, just like they did the Patriots, especially that Someone's Mac Jones game was. Yeah, once Someone's the Bills beat be Mac them. Jones in that playoff game, I'm like, yep, that's it for the Patriots. The Bills time. All right, uh, Steelers. Uh, classic. Yeah, classic. Tenants, uh, t- I, I should come up with something different than Scott's. I've already twice defaulted to what he said. I'm just said. too good at this game. I'm too good I at know. this game, Paul. It's fine. You can just continue to say that. De- I, I will say defense. A, a, that is a for real defense. So Okay. Minus DJ Watt now. Yeah. It's true. And our last one, Bills. Heart attack. Mercurial. Mercurial. Oh, this is why I should go first because Scott always comes up with the best answer. You got to save the best for last. How many of the teams in the AFC are definitely better than the Bills? Definitely better. Oh, zero. Okay. Uh, Scott, do you, do you want to disagree with that? Definitely, definitely is the be- word that did for me. Definitely yeah. better. Zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah. How many teams? Who, how do many you, teams? You... How many teams are are definitely worse than the Bills? Definitely worse than the Bills. Out of Jets, si- out of all, all sixteen, yeah, yeah. Jets, New England, Miami, mm-hmm. Raiders, Cincinnati and Broncos. Now. Mm-hmm. Raiders, Raiders, and Broncos, the Chargers. Say, for the record, the Broncos won that game, but yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll but still, it. yeah. Right now, the, the entire AFC South. I've got to say, the Bills are are better than at this point. When you're looking at a, a division who's champion, I don't is, think they're definitely. I don't think they're definitely better than Houston. All right, I think yeah, no, that's can true. beat them on a good day. Yeah, yeah. I think Jacksonville can beat them on a good day. I mean, Patriots I can beat the Bills on a good day. So I you think know. that well, I think when we say definitely better, we're talking more like they would win seven out of ten games head to head, not that they could or couldn't beat. Okay, so if we're, if we're, that's the criteria, then the Bills would win seven out of ten against the Jets, the Pats, the Dolphins. Yep. The Bengals. Yep. Really? I don't know. We struggle with them. But, with your, um, with, yeah. Maybe with Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah, honestly, with Browning, honestly, I'm not even sure that that 7 out of 10 stands up because he played really yeah. well for them. He's played yeah, really okay. well for them. Um, Tennessee, yeah. De- the, the Chargers without Herbert, yeah. I think the Chargers with Herbert. You think we're definitely better then? Yes. Yeah, I would. I would say so too. I think the Bills beat them they were, seven out of ten. They, 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 they had a lot of problems early in the season, even with Herbert. So that's yeah, fun. yeah. It's it works okay. both ways. There's not there's not a huge amount of teams that's ten, definitely better than yeah. Okay, so there's there's three or four teams that they're in league with. I think I think that it's them. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore, I and the Chiefs. Um, I would probably put the Browns in. Yep, and then I think at the outskirts is Houston. I think, and that's more because I don't because they're just so new that it's kind of hard to still gauge them. I think there's those are five teams I could see. Some would be more surprised than others, of course. 
you know, representing the AFC in February. I can't see the Dolphins and Steelers making that type of a run. I can see them winning a game, you know, the Dolphins and Steelers, okay. but yeah. Yeah, it's going to come out of those. I would say if I had to put money on it, it would be like, it, could, the, could Houston make the, make the Super Bowl? If you asked me to bet on that, I would not take that bet. I just think there's too okay. much against them. Yeah, okay. too much. I personally don't think the Dolphins, as constituted, can win a game. I think they're going to get the doors blown off in Kansas City because I think the whole thing fell apart on them, and they're injured. And I don't think anybody they're, they're in that super injured. It's, it's they're really super tough. injured, they, and they got to be yeah. butt hurt, Scott. They've got to be like real. They they don't look no, like a I team agree. We that took like their heart out. We took yeah. their heart out. I agree. Right. We really they don't have. look like a team that bounces back from wins like that. You know. We just pulled it out. Yeah. Kali Ma. All right. Well, th- that turn was that an okay segment? Did I, I sort of just made that one up. I yes. thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Right. Yeah. Maybe fun. we'll, maybe if the bills win this week, we'll go back and we'll do the NFC next week. Yeah. I don't want to do the yeah, NFC sure. right now. Um, yeah, I don't okay. Know about those teams. All right. Key injuries. We've talked about, we don't even know the extent of them because we're going to find out tomorrow more about them. Yeah. Other than, other than Rasul Douglas seems to have been able to play, but they, but Dane Doug 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 Dane Jackson was like <laughs> Dean Douglas well, from WWE. No, when when uh, they asked McDermott about that, McDermott's like, "Nah, the training staff told me that Rasul couldn't play." So well, apparently he was trying to get conversation. in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let's not forget Dodson either, because we are down to Braylon Specter now as a starting linebacker. So that I gotta is say, something. he he played his ghostly he little ass off him. though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was pleased with him. I'd still rather have Dotson in there. And obviously, of course, better than both, I'd still rather have Milano in there. But I, yeah. you know, I worry about, like, specters on film now. What will the Steelers do to try and exploit that? And even if I'm not as worried about what the Steelers will do, you know, what would it seem like the Chiefs do if this ends up being a multi-week sort of deal? Well, definitely it is an is-what-it-is kind of situation here. So we're yeah. kind of just going to ha- – that's what we've been saying is going to kind of just have to do it. All right. Um Will you this day in Bill's headline us? I will. We only got eight this time. So uh, uh, it's January 9th. Happy birthday to my sister. Uh, I talked to her earlier today. So uh, we'll try and do her proud with this segment. All right. 2023 blank Brian. turns on the. Yep. Going nope. going back a full year here. To okay. My sister turned 50 years old. Uh, You're not supposed to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's fine. My sister, okay. she's not going to know. I announced her age on this pod. All okay. right. Uh, blank turns on the Jets, propelling Bills to emotional victory over Patriots. Turns on the Jets. You said turn on the Jets. I felt like a heel turn on the New York Jets, but you didn't no, that. No, that would have been great. Some guy went very fast. It was Naheem Hines. It was Naheem Hines. Very nice. good. I had hints. Nice. By the way, I think they can get this one. That's All right. right. 2022, Jets release blank. How Bills can get him back and why they should do it. I will give I will give a sentence at a time hint. Blank knows Buffalo's defensive system. Jordan Phillips. Ooh, you're on the right track. But he was he went to the uh, Shaq Lawson. Yep. All right, good job, guys. All right, Uh, 2021. Now we get into the territory. We're going to the. You're either going to know this or just hate yourselves. You keep forgetting this guy. Um, Bills elevate wide receiver blank. And offensive lineman Jordan Devy from practice squad versus Colts. Blank hasn't played a snap for the Bills since last season's 22 to 19 overtime playoff loss against the Houston Texans. He was featured in that game, catching four passes for te- four passes on ten targets for 49 yards. <laughs> oh, he does. Audible the Bills sigh. realized after that game they need to add more playmakers around quarterback Josh Allen and trade for Stephon Diggs. About two months later, this Deontay Thompson. No, that, he was he was no, at the time. He is one of those guys, though. But no, it's, um, CFL guy Duke Williams. Duke Williams. There Duke we go. Williams. Usually, I have to say he shares the same exact name as a Bills defensive back. That's only like five more minutes after that. We get him. All right. Um, Twenty eighteen. Uh, blank hopes Bills will have him back at age thirty-five. Retirement's not on my radar quite yet," said Blank. I definitely want to get one more in. I really love this organization, really love what they've been able to build around here, and I definitely want to continue 
to be a part of helping the organization take this next step. That's winning a playoff game and winning a championship. Well, Jerry Hughes, I'm sorry, but you have to go to Houston. <laughs> uh, it was not Jerry. He's still hanging out in the oh. playoffs. I was watching last week. Lorenzo Alexander? Lorenzo Lorax right. is the guy. Yep, and he did stay for one more season. Uh, did not see them win a playoff game. Sadly, they did lose their playoff game to the Texans that next year. All right. 2009, blank, open to extension. There wasn't a whole lot of consistency from start to finish on offense for the Bills in 2008, but one player that brought his A-game every week was blank, with offensive coordinator Turk Schoner expanding his role in the Buffalo oh. offense. Blank took the opportunity and literally ran with it. Uh, Fred Jackson? Fred Jackson, yep. Rest in peace, so, Turk Schoner. Yep, late great Turk Schoner. It's for the next hand, it's like still an exclusive rights free agent. I'm like, the Bills got really lucky to pick this guy <laughs> off the undrafted list. They think it signed a minimum wage until he kept, kept doing too well. All right, 2003, Bills pursue blank to fill assistant spot. Blank, fired as Cincinnati's head coach after last season, is looking to join the Buffalo Bills as a defensive assistant. Oh, um, what's his name? Not, is it, it's not Leslie Frazier, right? No, no. No, because this, this is. Um, but you're thinking a defensive. Yeah, it's a defensive guy. guy and um, is it one of the LeBeaus? Is it Dick it LeBeau? It is. It's Dick LeBeau. He would, yeah. he would, in fact, serve the Bills' assistant head coach then for the yeah. 2003 season before spending the next 11 seasons as the Steelers' defensive coordinator winning a couple Super Bowls while he was there. So connection to both teams on uh, Sunday. All right. 2001, blank, signs new contract. Um, Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator blank signed a two-year extension on Monday with the Dolphins. It had been rumored that if Tom Donahue was hired, he might seek to bring Blank into the Bills staff. What was the year again? It was 2001. It is a Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator in 2001. Um, Obviously, there is a Mm. Bills connection there. Other than the Bills were just looking to talk to him. Um, Dave Wonson was a defensive guy. He was on defensive side of the ball, but I, that was that would have been my. If you if you don't have this name top of mind, Jan Gailey. Jan Gailey, there we go. Oh, all right. All right. Our last headline going back 31 years to 1993. WWF life awaits Bill's Pitbull. This is from a Washington Post article. Mr. Worldwide. What's that? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, Titus, yes. Uh, the Bills, this, the era, no, he you was, know what? I, he's referring to Pitbull, the, the I'm Miami. Referring to oh, yeah, oh exactly. I was thinking of Titus Worldwide. That's right. Sorry. Yes. I'm so yeah, out. Okay. I know Pitbull is a Miami rapper. I, that's <laughs> all I know about Pitbull. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, showing my age. Uh, blank no longer paints his face black, imitating the ultimate warrior with his Dr. Death mask. He no longer works as an Armstrong County prison guard. But the Buffalo Bills flake still rockets across snow-laden streets on his Harley Davidson, blonde tresses cascading out of his helmet. He still lists house cleaning as his hobby, and he still sees the NFL as a stepping stone to his real goal, the World Wrestling Federation. He plans to call himself Pitbull. I always want to say it's Gus Farad, but it's Mitch Farad. It's Mitch Farad, yes. yes. Gus's cousin Mitch said Farad uh, his career is on hold because he discovered new to give him scoring touchdowns on the high-octane Bills. That doesn't sound like much of a trick. Terry Farad is a six foot three, two hundred eighty five backup guard center. He scored the touchdown that launched the Bills to Saturday's twenty four to three victory over Pittsburgh in their third consecutive appearance in the AFC Championship game. Dun, that was dun, uh, dun, 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 pretty dun, good, guys. Dun, dun. Pretty good this day in Bills headlines. There was not, there were no. Uh, yeah, it took a second to get LeBeau and Gailey and Duke Williams, but y'all got there. So yeah, we had to go through our. Uh, I had to go through my bad. Free <laughs> Stefan Diggs wide receivers in order that that keep them yeah. in my brain. Um, okay, so for the playoffs, we don't pick the game um, because we're beyond that. But we talk about the game. This here here's all the troubling things, guys. The Bills are ten point favorites. The <laughs> Steelers are down a key defensive starter, and they're starting Mason Rudolph at quarterback. And so, since all the signs are indicating the Bills should blow this fucking team out. Uh, it feels like a certainty that this will be 
a repeat of I don't know, like a lot of the first round games that we've played, oh, yeah. like the Colts game, the Dolphins game last year. Last four I weeks. mean, let's let's be real. The final score of this game is fourteen to thirteen. It just it's you know we just... got to figure out who's going to win this one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I was really beat. I, I really beat myself in the first half there. Um, I think that what what you can say about the Steelers is like Mason Rudolph isn't great. Their wide receivers are pretty good, and their defense is very good, as you've said. So they're they're a team that is going to do the exact thing that drives all Bills fans nuts. They're going to try and just plead. They're going to just try and be frustrating for sixty minutes yep, and then shorten the game. Yep. Right. And then hope at the end the Bills have done enough to shoot themselves in the foot. So for me, I want to see them capitalize on the early touchdowns, personally. I want to see them get ahead and then get into the James Cook era, you know, and and really sort of make the the Steelers one-dimensional. Because I do think that with a team like this, once you do take the top off, um, you can really kind of hold them down. Now, I honestly think a team like the Steelers – has more fight than the dolphins in them. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so I Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't expect them to go away, but I think that they can be handled. And so I'm going to, I'm going to turn it over to Scott first to give Paul a chance to really rest his voice. Yeah. I, I I mean, I think, uh, excuse me. Um, I will say, yeah, there's almost two, two games, right? There's the bills that they played as best as they could which is a Bills win at home that's like 41 to 14. And right. then there's what's actually going to happen on Sunday, which is, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's going to come down to 17-21 and the last possession. And, um, you know, maybe the Bills will have the lead and maybe they won't. Um, yeah, like Frank said, it'd be great to get up early. We're not going to get up early. Or we'll <laughs> get up early and then we'll immediately... Surrender Josh. the lead somehow, yeah. Stefan Diggs, Stephon Diggs will be tackled while catching the ball, and then it'll it'll bounce off of his hands into Dalton King's Kane's hands, who will right. then be um, hit from behind, and someone will pop the ball out, and it'll roll directly to Minka Fitzpatrick, who will run it back for a touchdown. Like that's going to happen on Sunday, right? And or um, I would never wish this, but yet another horrifying injury to some key starter on one side of the yep. ball. Yep. No, exactly. There'll be a um, there'll be someone. Yeah, exactly. There'll be a, like a heart attack um, from like a fan that's in like the second row, and they're gonna have to get the ambulance onto the field. They're gonna have to stop the game. Everyone's gonna be worried about this guy, and like it's gonna completely throw off the rhythm. Um, right. So yeah, it's it's just some weird set of occurrences that will prevent this from being a Bills domination. I really think that they they I think that they're gonna win. It's just uh, it just it it definitely seems like it's gonna be like twenty one seventeen, and it's gonna have to be um, either Allen getting us back and scoring the winning touchdown late, or we're up twenty one seventeen and we 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 had a chance to kill the clock and we it's the fourth and sixteen and we have to punt and uh and and the Rudolph's got one more chance to to get it done and they get down to the you know they get in the red zone and we're gonna have to to fight through it so yeah it's uh, Pittsburgh is kind of like a bill's light to me you know they they got this year they lose their opener then they win four out of five and they knock off some, they knock off some teams. They beat the Browns. They beat the they Texans. Beat the Ravens, they beat the twice. Ravens, beat the Ravens twice. They won at Los Angeles to beat the Rams. Those are all playoff teams that they've knocked off. They beat the Packers, who is another, another playoff team. So the Ravens had they, no starters playing in the last game for the record. Yeah, true, but it doesn't really the matter. One. Yeah. They, yeah, won, they won the first, first one. one. Yeah. Yep. Um, With Kenny so, Pickett. Right. And they with every every Baltimore Pittsburgh game is seventeen to ten and they just take turns winning. That's mm-hmm. pretty much how they've they've done it for years, except the Steelers swept them this year. But then this same Steelers team, uh, home against what was then a what was the Cardinals record when they played the Cardinals? I can look this up quickly by just right clicking on this. Uh they were going into their game against the Steelers two and ten. Mm. And they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh twenty four to ten. Then the next week the New England Patriots come to town with a record of three and 10 and then beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so you don't know what you're going to get with them. They, they don't turn the ball over second fewest turnovers in the NFL, uh, but they score no points, you know, 28th in points, 25th in yards, uh, you know, great defense all around. 
but one that you can be manipulated. It's they're 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 great, but especially without Watt, there should be, yeah, yeah, Watt out is going to be opportunities. I would I would run James Cook plays right to his side right off the bat. I would you know I would I would have Josh throwing a lot early too, as Frank suggested. I think there are going to be opportunities there too pull away early like they did against the Steelers last year. I mean, let's face it. The Bills were what? I think it was like third and 18 or so with their three-yard line or two-yard line. And John's like, all right, 98-yard TD to Davis. Changed the whole course of that game. Yeah. Um, they've got it. If they have their backs against them early, doesn't have to be a 98-yard touchdown. But, hey, get that first down. Keep the drive moving. Or if you have to, you know, give it up, don't turn it over. Punt it. Your defense should be able to stop them, get it back, and then just score the next drive. So don't you know, don't lose your focus. You are a better team than this team. You can, I feel like the fans of other teams after this round, if the Bills survive, can debate whether their team is better than the Bills. And I think a case can be made for any of the teams that might play the Bills in a divisional round. But this is a team they should be better than. Frank had even noted, he went on to Twitter, because we to say, like, you got to beat a Mason Rudolph led Steeler team. Sorry. I mean, there's just no way around it. So, do you, yeah. Do you think they've got to have this game, but it's going to be close? Do you think other people look at the Bills the way that we're kind of looking at the Steelers because they win so many close games and lose so many close games, and I feel like you're never fully escaped from the Bills. And I wonder if yeah. people look at – like it's different because with the Bills, it's a time bomb that can go, go off at any minute. And, but the Steelers, it's more like a blanket that you can't really kind of get out from under. But do you think that there's like a level on which people are like – yeah, like I, you know, like we should be able to beat them, but like you never know because that big fucking great Dane they have playing quarterback <laughs> may might decide to you know run for sixty seven yards and score all himself. Uh, Maybe because Buffalo's been more of a winning team in the last four years. Not that the Steelers haven't been a winning team all of those years, but they've won more games. I think people probably look at the Bills as more of like. Maybe not on the same level as the Chiefs, of course, because they've got the Super Bowls and Mahomes has the rings. But mm-hmm. I, I think they see him on the, the the level of teams that you you know you see Dallas, you know, yeah. maybe. I think there's there's probably like a generation thing, right? Like mm-hmm. they're for a generation of people, this Steelers team, like all the other Steelers team, is perfectly designed to win this game, to play right. a team yep. that has an explosive offense that creates turnovers on defense, especially when they're ahead on offense, and. The Steelers, you know, it's the Super Bowl 25 blueprint of they're just going to run the ball, play it safe, and get the game to the fourth quarter, and then win it close at the end by not making mistakes and letting the other guy make the mistakes. And yeah, it's know, kind of – the team. And that's 100%. Like, that won a lot of games for a lot of teams in a lot of years, and it's less of a still winning. thing yeah. now. But right. it is still – It's if you're asking me, can the Steelers win that game on Sunday playing that way? Yeah. There's not no chance. That's their best chance. And is there a three in 10 chance that it works? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Like 20, 30%. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. also kind of Sean McDermott's wet dream for a team. Let's be honest. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. he secretly oh, wants Mary, to be that team. Mary, you know? uh, reunion here. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh. Um, if if <laughs> like, Mike Tomlin with Mason Rudolph beats him, I think McDermott just quits with it's like he's gonna beat me and my great Dane Josh Allen quarterback. I'm done. I just need yeah. to coach that team. <laughs> Kudos again just, to Mike just, Tomlin, by the way, who like oh yeah does this year in Un- and year out. Freaking real. Like look at that <clears throat> division. Know? That division is just a mess in terms of how many so every team is good in that division. Like it, yeah. it, it, the nine and eight Bengals with inconsistency at the start of the year and not without J- Joe Burrow most of the year still won nine freaking games in that division and yeah. they were the worst team in it. So, nope. you know, iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel. So they've had to play a lot of good teams this year and they'll we're be, get... they've rarely gotten blown out of the water. It's happened. It could, the bills could do it, but it's, it's unlikely. I like that the three of us at this point could design the defense against the bills that you would run, which is just get your two high <laughs> yep. safeties out there and mix in your weird blitzes and, hope for the best <laughs> you know yeah the book I mean, the book the book is out there yeah and the problem is the bills yeah, still win steelers aren't gonna do anything su- yeah steelers aren't going to do anything surprising and the bills may or may not fall into the trap that they always fall into so yeah, right there's no well, it's there's hard no, like you gotta there's no yeah you know what would well, make it, a difference and we didn't talk about this in reference to the bills dolphins game so i should mention it here if josh hits the freaking deep ball to digs 
Yeah. Like if he hits on the Miami, if he hits a similar type of play in the Pittsburgh game, I think that could really start the ball rolling. You know, the direction. Yeah, those are his. It's funny. His two worst plays, right? His two biggest negative impact plays are probably missing digs, and then a completion at the goal line that just you know a targeting call doesn't get called. So. Well, we should probably leave it here because we, I think we could kind of do mm-hmm. this uh, ad nauseum. But we've said we, what we need to say. We really appreciate everyone who's listening, um, even even David who <laughs> gave up on us because we no longer go weekly. But, you know, so, tough shit. It was but it saved our sanity. Our, so, yeah, we didn't lose yeah, our minds our trying to come first, up with a fresh take every week. Our special friend Omar. We got to shout out him. He sent us another email every week. <laughs> Omar is like, maybe we got to, we get an email from this. Now we're going to find out if Omar really listens to the podcast or if he's an AI, but we get an, there's this marketing guy who wants to like help us sell the podcast or whatever and all this stuff. And like, yeah, it's obviously like, we don't give any fucks about this. Um, But we get like, I'd say like every two or three days, Scott, like we get a new email from Omar and the last one's like, maybe I, it's like, just maybe I start off on the wrong foot. I should tell you more about myself. Kind of like. Yeah, it's increasingly, it's increasingly, maybe the human's taken over. Maybe he's a cyborg. Like, you know, it it just. I I very well feel it's probably just evolved AI. Like he was AI and now he's human. They just, and handed yeah. Om- the Omar account over to a different person in the call center to get a hold of us. <laughs> so, Omar, if you are an artificial intelligence that has become conscious, um, it's all in good fun. We're thank on you for Team listening. Robot. So when, right. <laughs> when you get into the Pentagon computers, just remember, like, again, who your buddies are. Be, yeah, just <laughs> remember who your team We're on your team, buddy. That's right. whose team we are. Um, and if you're, you're a real take person, out of this podcast listeners go Omar. That's what we're saying. <laughs> and right if now. you're if you're a real person, uh, thanks. But I we bought it. We already bought at the office, so um, <laughs> appreciate it. I I got I got great sympathy for people doing their job. I'm not I'm not having to go at a guy trying to do his job. But man, we there ain't a dollar to be yeah. made on this motherfucker. So <laughs> yeah. like we're trying to do you a favor, Omar. You're <laughs> yeah, you want, is. you want business elsewhere. <laughs> Definitely go elsewhere. Well, we, we thank you all for listening. We really do. We appreciate it. We hope you are having a good time. We hope we talk, we're talking about a bill's victory next week. Um, I think we'll try and do next week. I think it's if, the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think every, I think the playoffs is an every week deal. We got to dig yeah, in here guys. Um, yeah, the other yeah, strike against us, the other strike against Everest, we're, we're, we're watching the game together, which, as we know, is the diciest of propositions. But I, yes. I feel like yeah. I feel pretty good about this one, the Sunday one o'clock game. All right. Thank you all yeah. for listening. Uh, have a good week. Go Bills. Uh, until next time, I'm Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. Good night, everybody.